Now I'm wired. So good to see you on this place. Beautiful evening, beautiful time. And uh, we have a lot of uh, interesting things tonight. And where's Derek? Is he? Okay, he's with the scroll. Yeah, yeah, he's with the scroll. He's with the scroll. Good place to be with the scroll. Actually, he's, here's the Derek and Here's Derek and here's the scroll. Derek, may I ask you to help me with something? You can, can you put the scroll on this chair so you put it? Yeah. Help me. If you have your Bible with me to read things with me. Thank you. Okay, good. Here's scroll and here's Derek with scroll. Beautiful. Okay, so today we have interesting place, uh, interesting subject to talk, and um, we will do the same as the ti- last time. And uh, probably this way. We don't want to fast for 40 days, so just yeah, like that. Thank you, Derek. Thank you very much. So uh, last time we talked about. Uh, what kind of what? Do you remember what gift for the Holy Spirit we talked about last time? Okay, let us have what word. So first gift was the word of wisdom. The second word of knowledge. And today we will talk about. No, we'll go with a bit in different direction. We'll talk about uh, discerning of the spirit. So there, can you help me with the scriptures, please? Thank you very much. Let us open First Corinthians chapter 12, and let us go from there. And at the end of the service, <coughs> we'll do the same. We'll pray for each other. I believe it is a very important part. Uh, so, um, last time we talked about word of knowledge, and it was a very interesting time prayer and the Lord delivered and many many interesting things in our lives. So first Corinthians chapter twelve verse seven through verse ten. And before we go there I would like to invite you into supernatural things. The Lord is supernatural and uh, we are supernatural people living in these natural bodies. But uh, to to share with you even more that you have you have supernatural Part. You have your spirit, you have your soul, and uh, I have a question. Who can see his own spirit in the mirror? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You do something wrong when you see your spirit or your soul in the mirror. So, <laughs> it's so good that the Lord, he closed our eyes. So we, can, we cannot see the spiritual things because in this case we are safe. What we see, we see our bodies. But even though we don't see our spirit, it is there. I have a question. Who can see the wind? Praise the Lord. I'm not only one. You can see the result of the wind. Yeah? But you don't see the wind. 
The same with the Holy Spirit. You remember Yeshua said to Nicodemus, you didn't see the Spirit, but you can hear His voice. You can see His moving. You can see His presence without seeing Him personal as a person. You cannot touch Him, but you can feel this wind on your skin. Beautiful. So, we are supernatural people because we are people filled with the Holy Spirit. At the same time, we are natural people. We live in this natural uh, world and the Lord gave us ability to touch things, to walk through things, to be able to uh, look at the beautiful sky, to the beautiful sun, to enjoy this beautiful weather because we are, we are blessed by the Lord. And He closed this, our, our eyes from seeing something very weird, something very strange. But, at the same time, even though we don't see things, they're present. We can feel them, we can see the results, we can pray for Lord to move, against things to happen, so we are supernatural people. Our spirits are supernatural. So, uh, uh, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through verse um, 10. Yes. Moreover, to each person is given the particular manifestation of the Spirit that will be for the common good. To one through the Spirit is given a word of wisdom, to another a word of knowledge in accordance with the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the ability to judge between spirits, to another the ability to speak in different kinds of tongues, and to yet another the ability to interpret tongues. Good. So today we will talk about this interesting thing. I like this translation. Judging between the spirits. Is it says this way? Yeah. Okay. Ability to judge. Ability to judge between spirits. In different translations, it says about uh, a different uh, version, it says there, discerning, discerning of spirits, which is the same thing. Discerning of spirits. So, and again, we are talking about supernatural things. This is uh, gifts of the Holy Spirit, supernatural gifts. So, discerning of spirits is a supernatural penetration into the spiritual world. Let's say this way. It is the ability to see supernatural, invisible things by our spiritual eyes or his ability to understand things from the Lord to have this specific knowledge about specific things supernatural things what's going on around us this gift reveals the Holy Spirit or spirits yeah so this gift reveals the Holy Spirit or spirits behind an action when we don't see by our own eyes, but we can see things or feel things happening around us. Be- behind an action, message, situation, or person, and gives us understanding of any spirit's origin, nature, and activity. So, it is ability to see what kind of spirit can work on the place right now. We can see the move of the Holy Spirit, or we can feel uh, unholy spirits. Sometimes we can feel it. I have a question. Who ever felt the presence of unholy spirits? It is obvious, yeah? If you don't see it, but you can feel it. Who can feel the spirits, spirit of the Lord in, 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 in place? So the services, or when you pray in your room, sometimes you can see that He's there, He can move. Sometimes you have an ability to see specific movement of the Holy Spirit. 
You can feel that he's, right now he's healing people. And you can feel he's moving in this direction of healing. Sometimes you can see that he's, he tries to touch somebody's life and change him. And you can see he's moving in this direction. It's very interesting. Our service is uh, very interesting because every service we have slight different uh, presentation of the Holy Spirit. Every time. I'm amazed how it's happened. The Lord is moving. It's a beautiful thing. So, discerning of spirits, it is not an ability to read another person's mind. It is not, you know, this connection. When somebody looks at your eyes and look at me, count ten. This is not about that. We don't play these games. It is from witchcraft. Also, it is not an ability to be judgmental or a critic. Some, things, some people think uh, judgment between spirits means that, uh, it means that I'm, I'm a judge here. I know things better. So it is ability to judge things or people or, um, you know, we all can become critics. It's very easy to do. It is, we talk about the Holy Spirit and His supernatural gift. We don't talk about our ability to judge others. <laughs> it is easy to do. Very easy to do. Also, discerning of spirits is not the ability to notice problems in the character and behavior or of other people. And I don't know how about you, but in my personal uh, experience, I, I had people who were full of this spiritual judgment. So, and you feel miserable in their presence. <laughs> You're always wrong. You know why? Because they're always right. It's all. And it's like, it's the, it's the fact. Doesn't matter what you do, you're wrong, he's right. And this is not the Holy Spirit. This is not the Holy Spirit. I, I remember one experience from my personal life when I went to prayer meeting and um, I, you know, I committed something wrong. It's not a huge thing, but I did something wrong. And I came to the prayer meeting and there was a very interesting person. He, he had a very strong gift of prophecy. He was a prophetic person. And he prayed for people and I was sitting there and I said, oh boy. <laughs> wrong door, wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> because I thought, okay, now I'm done, I'm finished. Because he was very, very, very accurate in the prophecy. And when, when my time came and he started pro- prophesying and praying for me, I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. And you know what? No judgment in his presence. No accusation, no condemnation, no darkness. Just his love, his encouragement. And he prophesied over my life. He never mentioned this small thing because he prayed for another level in my life. And you know what? We all are sinners. And I'm sorry to tell that. (laughs) But if you look uh, honestly in your own life, we all need to be changed by the Lord. And we are all in the process of this change. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit helps us to, to be changed by the Lord. So, when we talk about the discerning of the Spirit, we don't speak about uh, uh, wild people or weird people who are full of judgmental, who are angry, who are always prophetic, who are always staring at you like it's the last moment of your life and now like you will be done, like Ananias, Sapphira, and all these people. We don't talk about judgment. We are talking about who is the Holy Spirit? He's always uh, full of hope. 
He's, he's the author of hope and faith and, and joy. He's full of love. So we need to understand that. So there are a few areas or realms of the spiritual world. And I don't want to go deep there because it is, uh, it, uh, this, it's called demonology or uh, you know, angelic teachings. Where's angels, where's demons, what's the difference between them, how many... Uh, how many wings demons have? How many wings angels? How to? It is. I don't want to go even there, even close there. But uh, I would like to mention about few areas or realms of the spiritual world. And this particular gift, discerning of spirits, helps us to operate in these real realities because uh, this is realities, unseen realities. We don't see them, but they exist. They are there. They're here. So, with the help of the discerning of spirits, we are able to recognize and discern between the first spirit of the Lord. Let us say it again, spirit of the Lord. Angelical presence. Who believe in, in the Lord? Who believes in angels? The human spirit. We also have spirit. And the last one, I put it last one, presence of unclean spirits is the last one. So, uh, let us talk about first one. Uh, it is Spirit of the Lord, Acts chapter 16, verse 6 through verse 8. Acts chapter 16, verse 6 through verse 8. They traveled through the region of Phrygia and Galatia. It's between Miami and Jacksonville. <laughs> because they had been prevented by the Ruach HaKodesh from speaking the message in the province of Asia. When they came to the frontier of Mysia, they tried to go into Bethnia, but the Spirit of Yeshua would not let them. So after passing by Mysia, they came down to Troas. Thank you. <laughs> wow. How many times we see the spirit is there? So, so their ministry was built this way. The board came together and they decided today we are going to Miami. Who is for it? Yeah. Who is against it? No. Go to Miami. Nothing about that. They were on the way. And the spirit really was present with them. And let us see here. So, they traveled through the region of Phrygia and Galatia because they had been prevented by the Ruach HaKodesh. So, the Ruach HaKodesh prevented them from going to a particular place. Only he knows why. But he prevented them. So, they were able to recognize the move of the Holy Spirit. So, they were able to see him moving forward. And there are the best example of uh, successful people who reach the world by their message. Message of Yeshua. And one of the main reasons, because they were, uh, they were able to see the Holy Spirit moving and directing them. Wow. Beautiful. Verse 7. Then they came farther. They tried to go into Bithynia. They tried. Let's say to get tried. 
So literally tried. But the spirit of Yeshua would not let them. Can you imagine? So they tried to go. But again, the Holy Spirit said no to them. He moved into another direction. So, they could see the move of the Holy Spirit and recognize His direction. This is why they were so fruitful in their ministry. So, I believe we need to have the same spiritual eyes. Who would like to have the same spiritual eyes? I mean, Lord, please, give us this ability. Okay, angelical presence. It's a beautiful place. And I'm sorry, Derek, it's a a lot to read. Second Kings, chapter 6. I will help you later. Second Kings, chapter 6, verse 12. Through verse uh, 23, including 23. And it's a beautiful place. 12. Mm-hmm. <coughs> One of his servants replied, It is not that, my lord, king, rather... Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words you speak privately in your own bedroom. He said, go and see where he is so that I can send and bring him here. They told him he is in Dotan. So he sent horses, chariots, and a large army there. They came by night and surrounded the city. The servant of the man of God got up early in the morning. On going outside, he saw an army with horses and chariots surrounding the city. His servant said to him, Oh, my master, this is terrible. What are we going to do? (laughs) Let us stop here. This servant came out in the morning to uh, uh, brush his teeth, (laughs) open his eyes, and here they are, armies. He's running back I mean, I don't know what about you. I would be probably afraid a lot. A lot. Oh, my master, this is terrible. What are we going to do? This is the normal realm. This is the physical realm. A huge problem. Huge armies surrounded them. Nowhere to go. Nothing to do. It's an end. You need to understand it's an end. No way to escape death. But this is the next thing is the discernment of spirit. It's ability to see angelical world, spiritual world. And I asked you at the beginning, do you believe the scriptures? And you said yes. Here's the test for you. If you don't believe in this story, it is you don't believe in full scriptures. And if it happened then, why it can't happen today? What's the reason? God hasn't changed. He's the same. He's the same. He's the same. He never changed. <laughs> yes, please. So, oh my master, we are done, we are finished. And there it is. And the answer, don't be afraid. Those who are with us outnumber those who are with them. Oh, stop here. Oh, I didn't say anybody else. Only the armies of enemies. It's all. What are you talking about here? Thank you. Elisha prayed, Adonai, I ask you to open his eyes so that he can see. Then Adonai opened up the young man's eyes and he saw. Therefore, there before him, all around Elisha, 
The mountain was covered with horses and fiery chariots. When they came down to him, Elisha prayed to Adonai, Please strike these people blind. And he struck them blind, as Elisha had asked. Next, Elisha told them, You've lost your way, and this isn't even the right city. Follow me, and I'll take you to the man you're looking for. Then he led them to Shamron. Shamron is right in the heart of the armies of Israel. Israelites. So he led them right in the... Okay. On their arrival in Shamron, Elisha said, Adonai, open the eyes of these men so that they can see. Adonai opened their eyes and they saw. There they were in the middle of Shamron. 23. When the king of Israel saw them, he asked Elisha, My father, should I attack them? Should I attack them? He answered, Don't attack them. You wouldn't even attack prisoners you had captured with your own sword and bow, would you? So get them food to eat and water to drink and let them return to their master. So he provided well for them. And after they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away and they returned to their master. After that, no more raiding parties entered the land of Israel from Aram. Wow. What a story. Because of Elisha's ability to see the spiritual world in particular moment, the Lord performed an incredible miracle. Incredible miracle. Without a shot being fired, the cruelest enemies of the Jewish people became followers of the Lord and friends of the Jewish people. Without any bloodshed. It is the gift of discerning of the spirits. And um, I believe we need to know it we need to understand that it is possible and we need to be open for the Lord to move us in that direction. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Another way, we are talk- we, if you remember, we talked about it uh, earlier, that uh, few things can, can uh, hold us from embracing all the power of the Holy Spirit, such as the fear, such as the religious uh, strongholds. If if I don't see it, I don't believe in it. This is not the faith. Faith believes when you don't see. Okay, so the next thing. The human spirit. It is uh, book of Acts, chapter 5. Book of Acts, chapter 5. Verse 1 through verse 11. Acts 5, 1, 11. But there was a man... Yes, sure. But there was a man named Hananiah who, with his wife Zephariah, <coughs> sold some property and, with his wife's knowledge, withheld some of the proceeds for himself, although he did bring the rest of the rest to the emissaries. And then Kipa said, Why has the adversary so filled your heart that you lie to the real Hakadesh and keep back some of the money you received for the land? Before you sold it, the property was yours, and after you sold it, the money was yours to use as you pleased. So what made you decide to do such a thing? You have lied not to human beings, but to God. On hearing these words, Hananiah fell down dead, and everyone who heard about it was terrified. The young men got up, wrapped his body in a shroud, carried him out, and buried him. Some three hours later, his wife came in, unaware of what had happened. Kepha challenged her. Tell me, is it true that you sold the lamp for such and such a price? Yes, she answered. This is what we were paid for it. But Kepha came back at her. Now why did you people plot to test the Spirit of the Lord? Listen, the men who buried your husband are at the door. They will carry you out too. 
Instantly she collapsed at his feet and died. The young men entered, found her there dead, carried her out, and buried her beside her husband. As a result of this, great fear came over the whole Messianic community, and indeed over everyone who had heard about it. I heard that New Testament is uh, soft, it's good, it's uh, joyful. <laughs> I specifically chose two places of the scripture. One was full of mercy, and it was from an Old Testament. <laughs> and one, very serious, from the New Testament. So you'll see the Lord exactly the same. So what happened here? I don't want to go into details, but it was the beginning of the congregation, Messianic community in Jerusalem. It was a very important time. Here's two people decided to uh, buy their position uh, with their money, but with the lives. They gave partially, and they left for themselves. They played games. And Apostle Peter, with the help of the gift of the Holy Spirit, the Son of Spirits, saw completely hidden things that no one could know. He saw hidden lies and deceit in the life of Ananias and Sapphira. He was able to discern their spirits. I have a question. Why, uh, why didn't he cast out the spirit of life? Because it was not the spirit of life. It was their own decision to lie. You see the differences. So he was able to discern, discern uh, the lie hidden lie. Nobody was able to do so, but the Holy Spirit gave him ability to see it. And as a result of this, great fear came over the whole, came over the whole Messianic community. And indeed, over everyone who heard about it. Don't play with the Lord. Lord knows everything. So, very interesting. And the last one, uh, presence of unclean spirits, and it is uh, a lot of readings. First Kings chapter 22, and if you can open it with me, please, it's an interesting place, if you have the Bibles. First Kings 22, verse 1, through verse 24. It's almost a chapter, but interesting story. And it, actually, this story is very applicable in today's time. Very applicable. First Kings chapter 22, verse 1, through verse 25, actually. Yeah. For three years there was no war between Aram and Israel. Then in the third year, Jehoshaphat, the king of Yehuda, came down to the king of Israel. The king of Israel said to his servants, Are you aware that Ramat Gilad belongs to us? Yet we're doing nothing to recover it from the king of Aram. He said to Jehoshaphat, Will you go with me to attack Ramat Gilad? Jehoshaphat answered the king of Israel, I am with you all the way. Think of my troops and horses as yours. But Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, First we should seek the word of Adonai. So the king of Israel assembled the prophets, about 400 men. Should I attack Ramoth Gilead? And he said, and he asked them, Or should I hold off? They said, Attack. Adonai will hand it over to the king. But Jehoshaphat said, Besides these, isn't there a prophet of Adonai here that we can consult? The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Yes, there is still one man through whom we can consult Adonai, Mekiyahu, the son of Yamila. But I hate him because he doesn't prophesy good things for me, but bad. <laughs> Jehoshaphat replied, The king shouldn't say such a thing. Then the king of Israel called an officer and said, Quickly, bring Mekiyahu, the son of Yamila. Micah. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Prophet Michael. Uh, were each sitting on his throne dressed in their royal robes on a threshing floor at the entrance to the gate of Shemron. And all the prophets were there, prophesying in the pre- presence. Hezekiah, uh, the son of Kenanan, had made himself some horns out of iron and said, This is what Adonai says. With these you will gore Amram until they are destroyed. All the prophets prophesied the same thing. Go up and attack Ramoth Gilead. You will succeed, for Adonai will hand it over to the king. And one, one minute, there were prophets. Can you see here? They didn't call Paul prophets or something else. Let's go. Mm-hmm. The messenger who had gone to call My- you said Micah. Yeah, Micah said to him, Here now the prophets are unanimously predicting success for the king. Please let your word be like the word of one of them. Say something good. But Micah answered, As Adonai lives, whatever Adonai says to me is what I will say. Looks like uh, last presidential elections. Yeah? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. When he reached the king, the king asked him, Micah, should we go up and attack remote Gilead, or should we hold off? He answered, Go up, you will succeed. Adonai will hand it over to the king. The king said to him, How many times do I have to warn you to tell me nothing but the truth in the name of Adonai? Then he said, I saw all Israel scattered over the hills like sheep without a shepherd. And Adonai said, These men have no leader. Let everyone go home in peace. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, didn't I tell you that he wouldn't prophesy good things about me, but bad? Micah continued, therefore hear the word of Adonai. I saw Adonai sitting on his throne with the whole army of heaven standing by him on his right and on his left. Adonai asked, who will entice Ahab to go up to his death at remote Gilead? One of them said, do it this way, and another, do it that way. Then a spirit stepped stepped up, stood in front of Adonai and said, I will entice him. Adonai asked how, and he answered, I will go and be a deceiving spirit in the mouths of all his prophets. Adonai said, you will succeed in enticing him. Go and do it. So now Adonai has put a deceiving spirit in the mouths of all these prophets of yours. Meanwhile, Adonai has ordained disaster for you. And tomorrow. Then... Hezekiah, the son of Kenanah, came up, slapped Micah in the face, and said, And how did the spirit of Adonai leave me to speak to you? Micah said, You'll find out the day you go in, into an inside room trying to hide. Wow. Is it, is it an interesting place? Essentially called him a coward. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, I don't want to repeat all this story, but because of the hardness of the king's heart, the Lord allowed an unclean spirit to mislead the prophets. Mm-hmm. Prophets. The fact is that these were court prophets. Can I call them court prophets? They lived with king. They prophesied for the king. They were uh, uh, helping the, him as religious leaders at the time. They pleased the king in everything and they were ready to compromise with their conscience for the sake of their position. They prophesied for the king. It reminds me very much of today's political compromise when some prophets gave out the desire of their hearts instead of the will of God. A lot. It is true. 
I heard so many prophets, this will be the president, this will be the authorities, and I never heard apology, apology about it. Never, ever. Only once, probably, one time I heard. And you need to understand, this is a serious, serious thing. It's not a joke. It is a serious thing. And that is why they disappointed many believers who believed in the victory of a certain person or it will be this way or that way. And people are disappointed. So many believers are disappointed in the Holy Spirit, in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, in the Lord. Why the Lord is not doing what He's promised to do. So, um, for me, it seems that Modern prophets did not read the Torah and the prophets of old. This why I don't afraid to prophesy a lie. And only the prophet Micah was able to see the action, uh, to see the action of an unclean spirit in the mouth of the court and politically correct prophets. So Micah was able to get through because he was able to see spiritual world. He was able to see this unclean spirit at the work. So this is why we need to ask the Lord to be able to move in the, this very important gift for us, discerning of the, of the spirits. So the purpose of this gift are purposes of the gift, this gift are breaking the bonds of spiritual strongholds by which man was bound. By seeing these things, you can pray for person correctly. And we will read later one interesting example from the New Testament. So, yeah. So when you pray and the Lord can show you things that are invisible for you. You can see things that it is not obvious for them. And the Lord can show you all evil spirit. Or he can show how he is moving in the direction. You can pray accurately and about this person for his freedom. The second purpose is to recognize the desires and trap of Satan and unclean spirits. So the Lord can show you what, what, what is Satan wants to do in particular situation. The next thing, help people get rid of deception and lies, as Micah did. Can you imagine this prophet, are, this king are on the throne, and here's the multiple prophets, they're saying, you will be elected next year, everything's fine, we will kill all the enemies, you will be victorious. And here's the prophet Micah came. And the king said, why did you ask him to come? <laughs> He's the problem for me. He's the pain in my neck. <laughs> but he was the only one who didn't do it by, for money. Or for power. Or for political uh, agreements. He was the only one righteous prophet in whole Israel. Who was, who, who was ready to sacrifice his life by telling truth. Rest of the prophets, they had money from the king. They were uh, in good stand because they were political, spiritual political leaders of this country. And they turned their gifts from the servant of the Lord to the serve of this particular person, which is very unclean. Actually, it's not the one place in the scriptures about that. You can find it in other places. Similar things. <coughs> Do you remember uh, Balaam's prayer? 
Lord, should they go? No. Should they go, Lord? No. Lord, should they go? Okay, go. And he's going. The Lord told me to go. And then the Lord told him, don't go there. Don't even play with these things. So, and why I bring these things? It can be in many, many different directions. So, people can prophesy their fantasies, you know, their wishes, their desires. So, we need to be able to be careful with the prophecy. And we need to pray and discern the spiritual world. Not to receive everything that prophesied in your life. But to be able to ask the Lord to show you where is truth, where is not truth. And if, when you have, if you have the Holy Spirit, you have this ability to recognize true prophecy from the false prophecy. And never prophesy uh, desires of your heart. Ever, ever do that. Just, if you really want it, ask the Lord to, to work on your desires, to show you what to pray, how to pray these things. Okay, so... Uh, Next thing, the purpose of this gift is not to be deceived by false spiritual prophecies and goals. Actually, um, even by right prophecies. Do you remember Paul when he came to one of the places? The prophet told him, don't go to Jerusalem. You'll be bound there and you'll go to Rome. It was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit prophesied him what will happen to him. But you know what? The Paul, Rabbi Shul, had the spiritual discernment. He said, yes, I know. I will, I will be there. The Lord told me, so I'm going willingly. So that was not, the, tr- the, the Lord didn't try to stop Paul from doing that. The Lord actually, these prophets, they understood it as, uh, as warning from the Lord. They understood it, don't go there. But for Paul, it was green light. Lord said, yeah, you're right. You're going right. I told you what will happen. Be ready. Prepare yourself. Do you see these things? How much, how important it is to have this spiritual discernment? Okay. And the most importantly, this spiritual gift allows us to see what the Lord is doing and be sensitive to His desires and actions. This is very important. So, I don't know how about you, but when I read these places, I was so blessed. It is very important to read these places for us. And so, let us uh, read a few more places. It's about, um, it's in the New Testament, Brita Hadasha, Mark chapter 9, examples in the ministry of Yeshua. One of the beautiful examples. Mark 9, 17 through 27. Beautiful, beautiful example of discerning the spirits. Spiritual discernment. One of the crowd gave him the answer. Rabbi, I brought my son to you because he has an evil spirit in him that makes him unable to talk. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth, and becomes stiff all over. I asked your Talmudine to drive the spirit out, but they couldn't do it. People without any trust, he responded. How long will I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring him to me. They brought the boy to him, and as soon as the spirit saw him, it threw the boy into a convulsion. Yeshua asked the boy's father, how long has this been happening to him? Ever since childhood, he said. And it often tries to kill him by throwing him into the fire or into the water. But if you can do anything, have pity on us and help us. Yeshua said to him, what do you mean, if you can? 
Everything is possible to someone who has trust. Instantly, the father of the child exclaimed, I do trust. Help my lack of trust. When Yeshua saw that the crowd was closing in on them, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and never go back into him again. Shrieking and throwing the boy into a violent fit, it came out. The boy lay there like a corpse, so that most of the people said he was dead. But Yeshua took him by the hand and raised him to his feet, and he stood up. Amen. It is the New Testament. So Yeshua had this ability to see the spirits. And he saw it. You deaf and dumb spirit. Get out of him. Get out of him. So, very obvious example in the life of Yeshua. And the last one, it is Acts chapter 16, verse 16 and 18. And we, we are going to pray after that. Acts 16, 16 and 18 through 18. Once, when we were going to the place where the Minyan gathered, we were met by a slave girl who had in, in her a snake spirit that enabled her to predict the future. She earned a lot of money for her own owners by telling fortunes. The girl followed on Shoal and the rest of us and kept screaming, These men are servants of, of God Ha-Elyon. They're telling you how to be saved. She kept this up day after day until Shoal, greatly disturbed, turned and said to the spirit, in the name of Yeshua the Messiah, I order you to come out of her. And the Spirit did come out at that very moment. Yes. So she told the truth. Yeah. Everything about it was truth. But Paul, Shaul was able to see that it was not the Spirit of the Lord. She was able to discern spirits. And she didn't buy this lie. She didn't go say, yes, we are servants of the Lord. She's right. Blessed are you, daughter, that you prophesied over us. He was able to see this spiritual world. And he commanded the spirit to live. So she got freedom, and you know that it got them in a problem, a great problems after that. But they were able to move in the spiritual world, in the super spiritual world. So, I have a few questions. Thank you, Derek. Thank you very much. Thank you. So, how does it manifest in your life? The question is, who had this experience in your own life? When you saw the spirits, when you were able to discern the Holy Spirit move, or you were able to feel the unclean spirit and pray for somebody? Do you have any examples in your own life? Yeah, John. Wow, good. So, good. Very, very interesting. Thank you for sharing the story. So, the Lord can stop you from, from a deal or from something. I have a story. It's a funny story. It's not about the spirit, but something. We had a uh, few different uh, 
when our IC was broken, we had different estimates. And, you know, people who estimated us gave us uh, their cars. And we have a cat, and he chewed one of the cars. It was the most expensive estimate. <laughs> so, it's a fun story, but yeah. Thank you, Jean. The Lord can stop us from, from going into trap by showing us that this spirit, something in this man is wrong. You can feel the spirit. You can feel that he's wrong. It's about this uh, spirit uh, as uh, Ananias in Sapphire. Lee. So how can we feel these things? First of all, we can hear the voice. The Lord can tell us, this is wrong. Something wrong here. You can feel, you can have this sense of feeling that this is something unclean. Even you can feel uncleanness. When you pray with somebody or for somebody or you are coming in some situation, somebody's home, you can sense this unclean spirit. Sometimes it can be a vision. It can come to you in the different forms. When you pray, you can hear the voice of the Lord. Or you can see a vision about something. But again, it is important to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and to guide you in this direction. And again, I would like to remind you, we are live in the spiritual world. And even if you don't believe in the spiritual gifts or in the spirits, evil spirits, they are existing. They don't need your faith. They are in, in, in work. Do you believe in them or not? Doesn't matter. Dave, the last one. Can you share your story? But just loud. So, I was uh, being trained to uh, assign uh, people who came to church and healing ministries to walk in prayer. And uh, a woman had a car that turned in and it said, Pray for everything that is going to So I went back into the chapel. And. Uh, I said, pray for everything. And she said, I said, put your name on this card. And I glanced to the left side of the chapel. And I came back in. And I don't know how I knew this, but I said to Lee Lane, I said, there's something demonic in the man I have to go in. And so a few minutes, about 15 minutes later, our head minister said, we're going to take someone to prayer. It's not planned. And we went into a prayer room. And we sat down and we started praying in our personal prayer language. And his eyes rolled back in his head. All you could see were the whites of his eyes. His tongue was flailing around. His arms and legs were going left and right. And, uh, and he said, quit praying. And as soon as, and as he said that, we stopped praying. The man sat up and just looked perfectly normal. And, and then he asked him, he said, can you say, and this was to the person, can you say, Jesus Christ is my Lord? And he looked at me, and he looked at the other man, he looked at me, he looked at the other man, he said, no, I can't say that. He said, well, you definitely need 
healing prayer, but we can't do it in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Dan. And then he said, was that the weirdest prayer appointment you've ever had? And I said, yes. <laughs> because it was. Yeah. That was a demonic. Demonic presence, yeah, sure. sure. So, so I have a happy one. Um, where and can you do it loud, please? Okay. So my, as most of you know, we have um, children who are not believers. They're um, of a Muslim uh, background. And, uh, our oldest daughter um, invited me to go to a Bible study with some girls who are I, I, I love to talk to Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> I love. They're, it's. Just stay home on Saturday. They'll come to your house. I love. I love. I mean, when I face with. No, no, no. Don't send them to me. But when they face me, it's a joyful discussion. They try to escape after five minutes or ten. They can't stand with Hebrew and. It's, uh, it's, we need to move to prayer, please. We, need, we, we, we have prayer uh, next, next thing to do. So I would like to pray for all of you right now. Uh, two words. Two words. Can you do it in two words? Yes. Okay, thank you. So let us, I would like to pray for you, anoint you with oil, and then uh, we will need to pray. We will break in five or ten people, and we pray for each other. Okay? Let us do this. So come forward, let us make a circle. I would like to pray for you with oil. And then we are going to move. Uh, Thank you, Lord. Yeah, we don't have time, so please, if you want a prayer, come forward. We need to uh, we need to allow worship team to to, to do their practice. Yeah, just in the in the circle. Yeah, if you can stay. Yeah. Yeah. play a little bit on guitar if you can just. yeah and again I would like to tell you a very important thing it is it is my I just shared with you very simple uh, what does it mean to to be able to recognize spiritual world but it's very important for us 
it is very important, it's crucially important for us. Because in this case, it is our safety, it is our protection, it is our blessing. When we are able to see the Spirit of the Lord move, when we are able to, to be uh, secure and safe in His presence, and we will be able to see people's hearts and serve to them, minister to them in the, in the life of the Lord, Holy Spirit. So, Lord, we thank you so much for your presence right now. We thank you for this time. And Lord, ask for your anointing. I ask that you anoint us in the name of Yeshua, with your Ruach, with your Spirit. And Lord, please receive, re- uh, reveal and release this gift, Lord, in our lives. Help us to be able to move in your Spirit. Help us to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, Lord, and to move in your anointing, Lord. We pray and we ask in the name of Yeshua the Messiah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Yeshua. Lord, I thank you so much for John. Lord, I ask you to release, release your spiritual, spiritual gifts, Lord. Everything you have for her and through her, Lord. In the name of Yeshua the Messiah. I thank you so much. Hallelujah. Lord, please release your spirits. Release your spirit, Lord. Your anointing, in the name of Yeshua. All gifts you have for him, Lord. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, for your anointing. No, I ask for your anointing, for your presence, Lord. In the name of Yeshua, the Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Thank you for your gifts, Lord. Thank you, in the name of Yeshua. Thank you for spiritual gift, Lord, in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. I thank you for anointing. I thank you for the discerning, Lord, for the ability to see things, see spiritual world. I thank you for Martha. Release, release your spiritual gifts in her. I thank you for her presence, Lord. Bless her, Lord. Bless her. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Release your anointing, Lord. Thank you, that He's moving your spirits, Lord, spiritual gifts, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, for your anointing. I thank you for your gift, Lord. Release your spirit, Lord. Release your spirit, Lord. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Help you to move in your spirit, Lord. Powerful, Lord, in your power, in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for your anointing. Thank you for your blessing, Lord. Thank you for fullness of your gifts. And in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for your Holy Spirit, Lord. Thank you for your gifts, Lord. I thank you for her ability to discern, to see things, Lord. Help her to, his, to see and to hear things clear, Lord, from your spirit, Lord, in the name of Yeshua. Bless her, bless her, Lord. Thank you, Yeshua, for your anointing, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Release your spirit, Lord. Release your spirit, in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Release your spirit, Lord. You are blessed, Lord. You are anointed, in the name of Yeshua. Release your spirit, Lord. Release your spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing. Thank you for spiritual deeds. Hallelujah. Thank you for operating in the spiritual realm. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Release the Spirit. Release the Spirit, Lord. The Spirit of the Holy Spirit, the Lord. Release in Him, Lord. 
Thank you for your Lord, Lord. Thank you for ability to hear your voice and recognize your spirit in the move, Lord. Bless you. Bless you, Lord. In the name of Israel, bless you, Lord. Bless you. Powerfully, Lord. In the name of Yeshua the Messiah. I thank you so much for your Lord. I feel your presence, Lord, in this place. In the name of Yeshua. Blessings upon him. Blessings upon him. Release your spirit. Fill him up with the ability to hear your voice and see things, Lord, clear. In the name of Yeshua. Thank you so much for your anointing, Lord. Thank you for your blessing upon him. Bless you, Lord. Bless you. In the name of Yeshua. Thank you for your spiritual gifts, Lord, for your anointing, for your blessing upon her. Bless you, Lord. In the name of Yeshua. Help you to see things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Yeshua. I thank you for your anointing, for your presence in this place. Release your spirit, Lord. Release your spirit. Everything that you have for him, release in his life. In the name of Yeshua. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your gifts, Lord. Feel here with your presence. Feel here with your gifts, Lord. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing. Bless you. Bless you in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord. Let all the spiritual gifts, Lord, in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah, Lord. We need it. We need it, Lord. Thank you so much. Release your spirit. Release everything you have. Release your anointing, Lord. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Help you to see things, Lord. In the name of Yeshua. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. Thank you for your blessing. Bless him. Bless him, Lord. Everything you have for him, Lord. Release in him. In the name of Yeshua. I thank you for your anointing. I thank you for your blessing. I thank you for your freedom, Lord. Hallelujah, Thank you, Bless, 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 b